I'm Holly. And I'm Janet. And this is Gilmore Gays. Gilmore Gays. Because my brain is a wild jungle full of scary gibberish. I'm writing a letter. I can't write a letter. Why can't I write a letter? I'm wearing a green dress. I wish I was wearing my blue dress. My blue dress is at the cleaners. The Germans wore gray. You wore blue. Casablanca. Casablanca is such a good movie. Casablanca, the White House. Bush. Why don't I drive a hybrid car? I should really drive a hybrid car. I should really take my bicycle to work. Bicycle, unicycle, unitard, hockey puck, rattlesnake, monkey, monkey, underpants. It's like, well, we both have ADHD, and that is like, what my brain sounds like. <laughs> exactly. I've never, like... Okay, so this is our very first episode, and we're just introducing ourselves and the podcast. There are many Gilmore Girls podcasts. Many. So many. I've only listened to a few. You've listened to more. I've listened to the first episode of all of the ones I could find on Pocket Cast, which is my chosen podcast app. That was a really good sponsorship voice. So when we get ads, like just throwing that out there, we'll be really good at them. I'll be um, great at it. Yeah, I'll be great at it. Um, amazing. I use yeah, Spotify I've, like a plebeian, but whatever. It's fine. Yeah, I've listened to the first episode of almost all of the Gilmore Girls podcasts and they're fine. There's a lot of them. Yeah. And I listened to a bit of like a few and... I guess they're also fine, but I honestly don't care that much about celebrities, and I really, really don't like youth pastor energy, and that's what a lot of those bring. Yes, Um, and a lot of straight energy as well. You know, like Christian girl fall, that's what it is. That's what exactly. That is is the vibe. That's fine. You have your riding boots and your Starbucks. I love Starbucks. You wrap your scarf, whatever. No, but no. We love horses. Well, they've really stolen horses from the gays, in my opinion. But anyway, what are we doing? We got to figure it out. This is us figuring it out. Us figuring it out. We're funny. Um, That's another thing. Another reason you should listen to us. You probably can't tell now, but don't I look trustworthy? Rory says that at one point. Okay, Janet, what do you know a lot about? I know a lot about the history of pop culture and media. What kind of pop culture? Old Hollywood is kind of my specialty. Uh, I basically have the taste of an elderly gay man. So Judy Garland, Cher, Barbara Streisand, Ethel Merman. (laughs) You really, really do. Like, (laughs) I feel like you missed your time, you know, to shine there. But... Mm -hmm. I don't know what I know a lot about. Literature. I know, yeah, but I know a lot about Gilmore Girls. <laughs> and I know a lot about literature. And yeah, um, I know a lot of weird facts about the uh about the cast. So if you want your fun facts, I've got those. And I know a lot about all of the references in the show. Uh Holly, you know more about the books. I know more about the movies and pop culture i think and together our combined knowledge means that we're smarter than everyone else i'm just joking kind of talking about the show we both did this weird thing when we were children where we looked up the references and i looked up words in the dictionary while we were watching so 
It's educational. I used to watch the episodes and write down every single reference that I didn't know what it was, pop culture reference. And then I would, uh, if I didn't know what it was, look it up or watch it. Thankfully, I had the DVD, so I would use the little books. But I used my leapfrog digital dictionary and that's how my vocabulary expanded thankfully i wasn't reading the words because that's how i yeah i didn't mispronounce them anyway so the format of this podcast like every other podcast about a tv show is a recap and again this is going to be different somehow we will have different low repeating segments right like every episode we will compile all the gay references because for a show that's like so extremely homophobic they reference rupaul within the first three seconds so like what like because amy sherman palladino also an elderly gay man right yes absolutely and she there are so many missed opportunities in the show to make it gayer and she goes so close to the line exactly if she was just a gay man it would be so good like i'm just like just give it up already but anyway yeah so we're gonna do that like gay references um we're going to talk about all of the books referenced in the show and probably make fun of many of them because i'm sorry but rory has very bad taste in literature we will definitely be making fun of them it's her fault I tried to read Ayn Rand in eighth grade. And for that, I will never forgive her or Amy. Or it was probably Dan. All the bad stuff was Dan's fault. If you look it up, it's true. Like, it's really correlates. Um, And what will you be talking about? I will be talking about the fact that the show is a modern day screwball comedy intentionally based on 1930s movies. And the references reflect that. The fast talking reflects that. Uh, how thick the scripts were and how much dialogue they jammed into a short uh, TV episode. Also, um, I think Lorelai is just a screwball heroine. Like she one hundred percent is. She is. Yeah. Why are we weird? Like, okay, we need to talk about how we got into Gilmore Girls. Okay. Yes, our origin stories. Yes. One million years ago, wait, I have the exact date, but October 2005, when ABC Family started showing the reruns, they had a lot of promos, and I was on there watching, like, Seventh Heaven reruns at the time, so I was prepped all summer. I knew that they were going to do a marathon, and then I was going to start, and so I did, and I'd only ever seen one episode before then. It was Rory's study tree episode because it came on right before Charmed. And I wasn't exactly enamored by Rory and her study tree, but I was enamored by like someone reading near a tree. Like I was like, wow, other people read books. And so, you know, it sucked me in. But tragically, I went to my father's house, who did not have cable over Christmas break, and I missed the whole third season. I missed Rory and Jess, so I was really pissed and started collecting the DVDs. So pissed. Like, I tried to get my mom to tape record it every day for two weeks. She declined, which, fair. And (laughs) I eventually caught up, but um, another tragedy befell me and my dance classes were on Tuesday nights when Gilmore Girls premiered so I did have my poor sweet Aunt Ellen recording it on a VHS tape every Tuesday 
Now, this was not 1995. This was like 2007. We were just like, I don't know. We barely had the internet. Like, so I watched the, I probably have like blank tapes of weird Gilmore Girls episodes um, somewhere. But I think I really liked it because Rory was the first teen character that like really liked books and also just like, I mean, all the like, gen z girls on like instagram and tiktok or whatever like dark academia light academia taylor swift academia blah 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 how to wear a rory gilmore starter no one fucking cared about i was like just give me boots and a fucking book and stop being stupid and so i feel like it was really compelling even though um rory is bad but i didn't know that then i was like rory has books books are good books will save you they don't save you that's Rory's tragic flaw they don't they did not save her I think the glue gun is what saved Paris but anyway yeah <laughs> the craft corner I had a craft, craft corner, corner too in college my glitter corner I wasn't allowed to glitter out of my glitter corner my I'm not surprised <laughs> I was making quote posters there was a lot of Sylvia Plath involved <laughs> anyways Oh, and I briefly helped run a Gilmore Girls blog on Gilmore Girls and public history, um, which is really funny because we posted like six things, but the six things we did post were really good. So we can link that even though it's embarrassing. Um, Okay. My friend tracked like in the first three seasons, every reference to like public history or like performed history reenactments, et cetera, like literally in a spreadsheet and did like graphs. We were fucking weirdos. It was like 2015. I don't know. That is something I would have done too. I know. I know. I I was supposed to help with the graph and then I just wrote about Sylvia Plath because that's what I do. Okay. How did you get into Come Across? So the first time I watched it was actually my parents were watching it live as it was airing when I was a little kid, like in the early 2000s. Um, And I caught it in the background occasionally and it was just like part of my life them watching it they also did this with one tree hill my parents really liked teen shows your parents were way cooler than mine yeah my parents would watch mom (laughs) my parents (laughs) would watch any of the teen shows that were on basically and i caught them in the background i would like sit on the stairs behind the couch behind the living room and sometimes watch part parts of the episode and i'd be like "Ooh, what's happening there but i wasn't like actually watching it and then when it came on ABC Family, that's when I started catching it. But I caught it around 2007 is when I started actually watching it consecutively from season one reruns on ABC Family. So it was already like ending then, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's when it ended? Well, it was the last season was airing when I started actually watching the from the beginning. I think I had like three seasons. Like I started watching in the fifth season. Like Yeah. I'm pretty sure mine was right before the seventh season was like about to start airing. I started watching the reruns on ABC family and I would get home from school, turn it on immediately, like eat my snack and watch it. And I would talk to my childhood best friend, uh, shout out to Mimi. I would talk to her on the phone. Like we would like watch it together at each other's houses on the landline. Wait, what time zone were you in? And it was at New Central. Mexico? Oh, okay. Texas. So it's just a little bit because it was like five so it was very stressful because that's when my mom got home from work and started cooking and I was like everyone needs 
to use their inside voices because we had one TV and I was like, shh, every single yeah. day. It was stressful for me too, but we had my grandma's little box TV. It was like 10 inches and the dials were on the TV. You didn't have a remote. And that was our so, second TV. We inherited that from my grandmother. So we both basically grew up in like the 1970s. <laughs> um, yeah, you had to get up and turn the dials manually. Oh, yeah. We had that until at my dad's house until it literally like blew up. Like there was like like smoke coming from it. And he bought a box TV. And yeah, I, this like, was like remember. 2006 or 2007. Yeah, I'm like, why? Like just but like whatever i know tvs are cheaper now but like jesus christ like yeah no my family will keep everything until it is like so broken you can't fix it yeah we do that sometimes and i don't know it's really miraculous um it's kind of like that scene where like luke's watching baseball on the tiny tv in the diner while jess is like listening to screamo like sleeping yeah oh jess Yes. my lesbian love anyway as you refer i to loved him. jess as well that's how we know jess is truly a lesbian anyway it's true it's okay true. so this is called gilmore gays why is that because we're gay and we like gilmore <laughs> girls <laughs> and we like alliteration and alliteration is good for titles <laughs> see gilmore girls and golden girls and gossip girl See, right? Like, we're just in a long line. All the girls and gays love alliterations. Neither of us identify as girls, but it's Important point to make, yeah. Um, We are gays, not girls. (laughs) So, anyways. Oh, and we're both neurodivergent. Yes. If you could not tell. Obviously, because this is a mess. Uh, We'll try to figure it out later. It's just going to be a mess, Janet. It's us. I think that's what makes it fun. So every week we'll do a different episode, but we'll pull out all of the gay references and also anything homophobic because, ew. And we will um, judge the taste in books of every character. We will talk about the movies is there anything else we're gonna like i mean we're gonna talk about what we think about the show yeah i mean characters yes i just met like our little segments so those are i I don't remember what what our segments were supposed to be (laughs) it's okay they were that's gay what the fuck amy the books and i don't know some sort of paris worship when she's around like just like we love Paris. Oh, yeah. That's something we need to get straight right off the bat. We are Team Paris. Oh, yeah. Um, Rory should be with Paris. I should be with Jess. That is where we stand. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. He's beautiful. Oh, another he- thing. When I started watching Gilmore Girls in middle school as a young gay Janet, I became obsessed with Lauren Graham. To the point I where I was... This. I was friends with her on MySpace. <laughs> and I still remember that her um remember when you put like a like a playlist on your MySpace page and you had like a favorited song or whatever? Yes. Hers was the Shins Australia. <laughs> the taste. And I oh. remember that. I got into the Shins because of Lauren Graham. 
<laughs> not because of the OC, like or Gossip nope. Girl, like the rest of us. <laughs> nope. You never taught. Oh my god, that's beautiful. I was very attracted to her. She's a very attractive woman. So did you already know you were gay? Oh yeah. I mean, I wasn't positive. I just assumed everybody thought that women were hot. Um well I mean, no, I didn't know that because that's why I asked my mom if it was normal to look at boobs. Anyway. But by the time I was 13, I was like pretty positive. I was at least bi and probably into women more than men. That's crazy. Yeah. I think it's easier when you're not interested in men and you are assigned female at birth because then you're like, oh, like this is like there's no other there's something here. There's no like I'm not straight. Yeah, I think I was confused because I was like, but like Jess Mariano. I definitely had like male TV crushes like Jess, but I wasn't actually really that attracted to Jess. I kind of related to him. That, I mean, tracks too. I did too. Okay, I have a theory that Jess is autistic um, because he's so obsessed with his music and his, he can't sleep without the super loud music. He's always reading, but he's shit at school. He's super smart, but he's shit at school. Like he's an asshole. He has like a uniform of the same things. I think Jess is autistic. This is why I relate to him. Exactly. Also because he kind of like is a lesbian, but we'll get there later. Well, he has a chip on his shoulder. And when I was a kid, I kind of did too. And he also is kind of like very anti-authority. He likes to read, but he's bad at school. Like this was me as a kid. That was not me. That was everyone I was in love with. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like you had to be smart but you had to wear like jeans that were like really big and like listen to loud music and like probably at least get c's like but i, mean, I that got was me. a's no i got a's but i was definitely not you know your normal straight a's i was a paris i was not a rory let's just say that yeah i would not have thought you were a rory i wanted to be i thought i was and then slowly i realized Paris with her, you know, bag of pharmaceuticals and her craft corner was like much more the vibe. Also, my insane competitive streak that my friend, my friends, including you, have to like restrain me from creating a burn book like once a week. So, I mean, that is true. I could Paris Geller like grad school, man. Like, that'd be so fun. Like, the new girl. Like, yeah, you kind of are Paris Geller though, and you're in grad school. So, I mean, but I could, like, do, like, what she does to Rory in high school. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. You could be a bully. I could, but I'm not (laughs) because I have friends who restrict me. But anyway, I don't know. I think children's probably harder than grad school anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I went to private school for three out of four years of my high school, but it was the opposite private school to Chilton. It was literally not even in the same universe as Chilton. I interviewed at a ton of private schools in ninth grade and they were all too like artsy or like we want to expand children's minds and there are three people in this school and I was like where is the plaid skirt um how many ivy leagues do (laughs) your students get into where are the books like I was like no I like literally was too snobby for the private schools in my area and I was like mom can I go to school in Baltimore that was an hour away and she was like no so I am a proud alum of Red Lion Area Senior High School which is I'm pretty sure still falling into the hill it was built into so you know 
Mm-hmm. I think it's the actual Hellmouth. But yeah, Lake Travis know. High School was pretty bad. My public school. She's from Austin. Yeah, I'm not. To clarify, I just live here now. Although I was made fun of for fitting in to Austin the other day, I was like, "Yeah, like, I'm not." I was well because I was like, "Yeah, I'm not like an Austin person. I don't like it that much." And they were like, "Holly, you kind of do." Yeah, and then they were like, "You pretend not wa- to." How much Waterloo is in your fridge? What is in your nose? And I was just like, "This is like this is." Rude. You look like an Austinite. You support local businesses. Yeah, but I don't go to brunch. No one in Austin cares about brunch. That's never been an Austin thing. It's not an Austin thing. It's like a new Austin thing. I don't like the new Austin things. I like the old Austin things, but you really have to like find yeah, them. You now. like my Austin. I know, but like it's real hard to find it. It took me a while. And it was just funny because I was like, I'm not an Austin person. And they were like, okay. And I was like, fine, yeah. I won't tell you all the cool movie things you can do here. You'll just have to find out on your own. Would Rory live here? Where would Rory in live Austin? Now? Yeah. I feel like Rory would live. She's too dumb for New York. She wouldn't make that much money. And she's even though, but she What about Boston? She go to Boston. That's where the boring white people go. No offense, that's, Jenny. No, no, no. I agree. I mean, I Boston have family listening. from there, but um, sorry. No, <laughs> it's it it's fine. It's just like I think that yeah, because she would go to Boston. She's too like. What about like I, Providence? Providence is too weird. Providence is you're like, right. She's not weird enough for Providence. You're right. She's not weird. That's the problem with Rory. Like everyone's like, oh, she's so weird. She's not fucking weird. No, because the reasons that people give for her being weird is like she reads all these books and it's it's not weird. To be fair, when you go to public school, it may seem weird. <laughs> but then you grow up and th- you find the I other think, people who write yeah. books. I think what's weirder is her uh like intense knowledge of like really old pop culture, but she gets it from Lorelai. Or like even her knowledge of like 80s bands or like except like all this music like that she gets from Lorelai and Lane like she like kind of like just steals other people's like well when you're raised by someone uh you get their taste I mean my parents are boomers and I definitely got a lot of that 70s folk like I don't know what I got I got that 60s and 70s folk rock I'm a huge Joan Baez fan there's a poster of her right over there (laughs) I really don't know I guess horses and John Waters. Yeah. Okay. So next time on Gilmore Gays, we're going to be doing recaps. We aren't Christian Girl Fall or Youth Pastor Energy. Important. We're crazy. True. We're Team Paris. Always. Oh, wait. Which characters do we think we are? I don't know. Who are you? We've discussed this. I feel like I am most likely a combination of Luke and Lorelai. And I also relate to Jess. And those are the only characters that I see myself in pretty much. Okay. Are you ready for this? I don't know if you're going to agree. I'm ready. Okay. Paris, Lorelai, Emily combined. I 100% see it. I do. I see (laughs) that for you. I do because okay, you've got you've got the judgy kind of bully energy of Emily, but it's subdued by the by the by the Lorelai. 
Paris is also a judgy bully. She's just yeah, but Paris is like has like a heart of gold. I feel like like she's very she grows on you. Well, she also changes dramatically as she grows up. She she has the most character growth, maybe. Yes. Well, because Rory has backwards character growth, so Jess also has really good character growth. Oh I my think. god, yeah. He's a trunch in books swoon. But yeah, and I think Paris is just like undiagnosed neurodivergent with horrible parents. Yeah. But everyone oh. loves Lorelai and everybody loves you, I feel like. But then you've got the Emily and Paris energy in there too. Okay, but but remember when like the girl wrote the thing on Rory's door and Paris is like, okay, I've narrowed my list down to 10 potential people in this building. That's also me because like not everybody loves me. That is true. But then it was Rory. It wasn't Paris. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying like you either love me or you like really, really don't. Yeah. But yeah, I, I feel see like the I'm... Luke for you. And I see the Lorelai with her interests, but I don't see the personality of Lorelai. If that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, that I makes can see like sense. a Jess and Luke kind of thing. I agree with that. I think Lorelai is more outgoing than I am. That's what I would say, yes. And she also has that like I don't know. The particular way in which Lorelai won't shut up is different from the way you talk a lot, I think. Yeah, I won't shut up about my special interests, which is a neurodivergent uh, trait. She just and, won't ever. Yeah, she won't shut up about anything ever. So it, it is different. I'm thoughtful about what I say, I feel like. She and I share the not being thoughtful about what we say. But like, I can join the DIR. I would be so good at that. Get to pour the first I would cup not. of tea. Oh, if I tried, you know, I would like. Well, my other thing is like Lorelai and Jess are basically the same. I feel like they both have this like anti-authority kind of rebellious spirit just for the sake of rebellion. Jess is like a mostly shitty mom, no dad, grew up poor in New York. Lorelai is like, boo-hoo, my parents made me wear a white dress once. That is very true. Point taken. Yeah, Lorelai like, was so th- privileged. And then I think uh, that's the but they do have like a I think that's why they immediately dislike each other. But like they're they similar. Have similar attitudes, but I think Jess's attitude is earned and hers is kind of like her growth was very stunted. She's kind of stuck behaving like a teenager, I feel like. Yeah, she was raised by Rory. And then Rory decided to be a kid and steal a fucking yacht. Yeah. Have a baby with a yeti. Yeah. But her knowledge of pop culture is what I relate to. Yes, but I think that's different than, like, the personality, I guess. But you definitely have that. And you're not, like... But, like, Jess also knows... It's so weird. Like, what... 17 year old is like making those references but anyway charlie mccarthy like ingrid berg i'm like okay i mean when i was a freshman in high school i would walk around the high school making very obscure 1940s big band references and no one understood them and then i would proceed to explain them to people (laughs) i think you were so popular like i actually was not unpopular i'm teasing you I'm not kidding. I went from public school being pretty unpopular to 
a weird art school where um, I kind of got along with everybody. No. I mean, we I all did a did lot of drugs, which probably helped. Was like, I realized in retrospect, people were trying to be my friends, but I was like unaware that that's what they were doing. And I was kind of like, why, why are you like speaking to me? Like, what do you want? What is your ulterior motive? Like, and then like 10 years later, it was like, they were just trying to be my friend. But I didn't know. I wasn't hated. I was just too dense to realize that people other than my best friend want to be friends with me. And of course, my best friend is also neurodivergent and also queer and just generally like a delightful weirdo. So of yeah. course, like we found each other. But Gilmore Gays, we're weird. Yay. And then that's I'm it. definitely using that in our thing. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know. buy our t-shirts so we can get six dollars hell yeah it's good to see you by the way i know i missed you i miss you too come back no don't your job is cool we should tell people what your job is janet oh oh we should say like i don't know our credentials Credential, okay. Credentials, but you should say where you work. I know you don't like to, but like that's cool, and people will uh, those. I work for the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. <laughs> it's my ASMR voice. Right. <laughs> what do you do there? Uh, I'm a traffic specialist. Uh, I work in film. Do traffic. you wear like a vest? I do not. No. I do have a vaults jacket because the vaults are uh, cold. That's fun. Because that's where the film is stored. That makes sense. Like an Amish uh, freezer in a grocery store that you walk totally. in. You have to wear yeah. a coat. Yeah. It's just like that. I'm from Central <laughs> Pennsylvania. How'd you know? I know. Like- <laughs> I know. I know. I, I'm, I know what you're talking about, actually. <laughs> no, I'm just like, but sometimes I'm like, dear God, <laughs> Where did you go to school? Um, I studied English literature at Stevens College. I have a BA in English literature. And then I studied media studies uh, at the University of Texas at Austin, where we met. Yay! Yes. Uh, so, Holly, uh, what's <laughs> your background? What's your education background? Where do you work? Where do I work? Um, I... Went to Temple University in North Philadelphia, um, which I loved. Um, and then and I got my BA in history and political science. The political science part I have never once used since then, except on election night when I like to pretend I'm um what's his name with the khaki pants on MSNBC who points does the graphs. Anyway, so Steve Oh something. yes. That yes. dude on the Rachel Maddow show. That's the yes. only person's name I remember on that show. Yes. So he, that is who I pretend to be once a year. But other than that, I've never used my political science degree because no. Um, And then I moved to Columbia, South Carolina, and I got my master's in history at the University of South Carolina. Yay, Gamecocks. And I am a PhD candidate, a sixth year uh in american studies at ut i've been here forever and i write about like prison art and literature 
and other pop culture as resistance to incarceration. And I also write a lot of weird shit about American Girl dolls and Quakers and not together separate things, just to clarify. Also, YA novels. I don't know. Taylor Swift. A lot of stuff. There you go. And I have one million jobs. I am teaching class on haunting and I'm a ghost tour guide and I'm an underwear influencer and I have a sub stack and I facilitate a program in the women's studies department and I'm very, very tired. Yes, we have that in oh. common, the tired part. Yes. Oh, chronic illness. Hello. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just write about queer media, basically. That's, I I love that for you. Oh, I write really depressing poetry and make deranged collages. Tuna? No. Tuna is my cat, by the way. I'm not, like, yelling at fish. Just, (laughs) anyway, if you don't cut all of those out, just to clarify. We got this. Go team. Should we sing a song? I don't know. My guitar is right over there. I, I can't could, sing a song. I could play Everlong. <laughs> the acoustic version. The acoustic version, because I have an acoustic guitar. It's weird. Good night, Holly. Monkey, monkey, underpants. <laughs> My brain is a wild jungle of scary gibberish. I'm writing a letter. I can't write a letter. Why can't I write a letter? I'm wearing a green dress. I wish I was wearing my blue dress. My blue dress is at the cleaners. The Germans wore gray. You wore blue. Casablanca is such a good movie. Casablanca, the White House, Bush. Why don't I drive a hybrid car? I should really drive a hybrid car. I should really take my bicycle to work. Bicycle, unicycle, unitard, hockey puck, rattlesnake, monkey, monkey, underpants. Oh, God. 